Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot. I am your host. And tonight, uh, you will get uh, to see a little bit more of... Uh, me and my thoughts in terms of what I'm looking for in um, uh, when I'm drafting and really tonight because I am going over the my guys these are the guys that I want on my fantasy teams not that I'm going to get these guys I'm not necessarily going to reach but these are the guys that if I could you know put together um, these are the guys I'm really targeting though that that I would love to have if they came to me to on to have on my fantasy team so um, we're going to go through a couple of headlines not a whole lot of big news um, after you know the the major news that we covered yesterday with uh, with Andrew Luck and Lamar Miller but uh, there there are a couple couple things to look at a um, couple announcements um, again we are we have um, we have partnered with uh, the Play Balto uh, NFL Pick'em site and so we are actually running an NFL Pick'em. You go to our Facebook page. We've got a post up about it. Our, we've got it on Facebook, uh, I believe on Twitter as well. Instagram we're having some issues with. But um, we've got a post up with the link. Uh, or you know, feel free to message us on, on any of our social media platforms. Um, we have a, a, a contest going up, an NFL Pick'em contest. You pick each, each game. Um, every week, uh, who you think is going to win. And you're not trying to beat a spread or anything, just simply trying to pick who you think is going to win. Um, this isn't a survivor pool, so if you you know lose one, you're out. Um, total it up, uh, most correct answers at the end of the season. Uh, we are giving away a free signed uh, Marcus Peters jersey. So, um, so we've got that going. Our listener league, um, Fantasy Football Listener League, just filled up tonight. And so we will be doing that draft on Wednesday, and we'll we'll kind of keep everyone um, involved in terms of on the podcast um, and on the website, you know, where where the standings are with that and everything. So, so we've got that going on. Um, we will, I believe, we're drafting for that on Wednesday. So by the time everyone hears this, it'll be the next day uh, that we will be uh, drafting for the the listener league. I may I may open up one more listener league personally. Um, for listeners to draft to, to play just against me and not necessarily have the rest of the staff. So I'm still debating whether or not I'm actually going to do that, uh, the platform that I'd use and everything. So, But that's where we're at with that. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are any other... I don't believe there are any other um, major announcements or anything to go. So why don't we go ahead and uh, hop into the headlines. <laughs> Today's headlines. All right, and the headlines, of course, are brought to you by the Sleeper app. One, it's the the only app that we use for our uh, notifications for player notifications. Um, you know, there's some great uh, some great uh, channels on there that you can follow. We actually have a channel uh, on there where you can get uh, you know messages about our um, our our articles, our new podcast episodes. Um, different contests and stuff that we have we make sure to post those on there so if you have the sleeper channel make sure to find the skull king fantasy football um, channel 
so that uh, you guys can get that. Or you can go to our website, and you can sign up to get uh, all of our articles delivered to your um, to your email box. And when you do that, you actually get them as soon as they're published, so you're not having to wait for the social media posts to go up about them. So, so that is that. So why don't we go ahead and hop into this? Um, like I said, there's not a whole lot of major things. Kiki Kuti. Um, after with an ankle injury, he is actually back at Texans practice. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I kind of speculated that with the Duke Johnson acquisition, that that may cut into Kuti's um, use a little bit, simply because Johnson can run from the slot, um, great pass catching back, and so that's just you know kind of something to watch for. He's back. Uh, I'm not I'm not targeting Kuti in any draft, no matter how deep. Um, simply. Because the guy has a problem staying healthy, so uh, Amari Cooper is on schedule to play Week One. He's been dealing with uh, a, a foot or ankle injury or whatever it is, um, but he is he is on pace to play in Week One, which will be good uh, for Dak Prescott, especially if Ezekiel Elliott's not there. Uh, so Carlos Hyde continues working with backup running backs. Um, for all those Carlos Hyde truthers that said that Carlos Hyde was going to take over, um, take over the the Kansas City uh, running back position, um, ha! Uh, it's it's been all Damian Williams whenever he's been healthy, and if he happens to go down, it's going to be Darwin Thomas who takes over that backfield. So um, we are definitely uh, here at Skulking. We are definitely Darwin Thomas believers. Um, I'm not necessarily a, an anti Damian Williams guy, but it'll be interesting to see if he can hold up under a full season of being the guy. So we'll kind of see, um, as long as he's on the field, he's going to be dynamic and, and do very well. So, um, a couple of things, uh, Paris Campbell finally resumes practicing. He's been dealing with a hamstring issue. Um, interesting to kind of see how that plays out now um he is the slot guy it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in indianapolis now that andrew luck is no longer the quarterback not that he'd really practiced much uh, really only been jacoby Brissett, who had been who had been working um with the ones and so paris campbell could possibly be that slot guy this year and it'll be interesting to see how that works out so um let's see mike evans has returned to practice which is good he'll be a He's going to be a solid wide receiver one with, again, uh, we, we've mentioned, you know, Chris Godwin and all the uh, all the targets that have been vacated for Chris Godwin to be a, a solid pickup this year. Um, not all those targets are going to go to Godwin and to, and to O.J. Howard. Some of those are going to filter over to Mike Evans. Mike Evans had a ton of targets last year, too. So um, Mike Evans should be in for a big year, again, as long as he stay th- stays healthy healthy uh zeke elliott says i want to be a cowboy for life and at the same time you know later on said that i'm you know i can see myself playing somewhere else so i'm confused by this you know it this is still a waiting game if you're going to draft ezekiel elliott like i said on the last show make sure that you draft tony pollard uh he's been going around in the seventh or eighth round so pollard has uh kenny drake has returned to miami dolphins practice a uh, good sign for the season opener. That being said, I am still 
more on the Kalen Balage Ballage, however his name is Balage, I think is how it's said. Um, I think that he is going to be the main guy to look at. Drake has never been the full-time guy on this offense in this offense. Um, now again, we are dealing with the new head coach, uh, new running back coach, new offensive coordinator. Uh, it's not Adam Gase anymore. Uh, I still don't know if um, what to expect of Drake, uh, and and Balaj has been a decent runner up the middle, and so I think that Drake will be more, could be more of that PPR guy catching the ball out of the backfield. So, um, like I said, there's not a whole lot uh, since we did the show yesterday. Not a whole lot to cover there in terms of the the uh, the news and notes. So we are going to go ahead. Hop right into the My Guys section of this episode. So, um, again, I, I want to go into a little bit and kind of clarify what, uh, what, I, what I'm doing with this section. These are guys that I absolutely love that I really want on my fantasy team. I'm not saying I'm going to get them, but these are guys that I want. Um, they're not necessarily going to be guys that I can, um, I could draft, um, you know, to get them all on the same team. A lot of them I could, depending on how they fell in a draft, how big or small the league was. Um, a couple of these guys, um, you know, their draft position is like back to back, and so um, I'm go- I've got five players I'm going over tonight um, that I absolutely love. Some of these I love them, and other people don't, which is why I wanted to make sure that they were that they were on this list. So. Um, a few of these guys are somewhat not necessarily questionable, but they are, they are not necessarily a consensus. Yes, that is a guy you want to own. So, so why don't we go ahead and start it off? Number one, first guy that we're going to talk about, Nick Chubb, uh, running back for the, uh, Cleveland Browns finished last year, 996 yards, 5.2 yards per carry. Uh, 10 total TDs. He had 20 receptions, so there was eight on the ground and two touchdowns through the air. Um, if you look at the, if you look at what he did through the season last year, opening up his game logs right here, he was given no more than three carries for the first six weeks of the season last year because they had Carlos Hyde. Um, he ran was it three for 21 in game one. Two for 14 in game two, two for six, game three. Then in the loss to Oakland, he runs three carries for 105 yards and two touchdowns. One of them was a 63 yard touchdown. Um, and so, you know, take those out. He still had, you know, he still had solid running numbers um, even without that game. Uh, week, uh, week five, you know, three for two. Week three, three for 25. Um, the guy can break open the big score. And so he was extremely, extremely consistent once he got the starting job. 85 or 80 yards and a touchdown, 65 yards with two catches. Um, you know, solid player. Now, the big question with Nick Chubb is, is he worth that, you know, mid to end of first round pick if Kareem Hunt is coming back? And the answer is simply yes. Um, here's why. Kareem Hunt, we've talked about this over and over and over again. Kareem Hunt, one, has to stay out of trouble for 
10 weeks because t- week 10 is when they officially come back. He has an eight-game suspension. Their bye week is week seven. And so um, comes back, so it's week – so, yeah, week 10 is when he can officially come back. Um, he has to stay out of trouble. He's not – during suspensions, guys are not allowed to be part of the um, the team meetings. They're not allowed to be in the practices. Um they can, I mean, they can be seen and they can do their own workouts separately. However, they are not allowed to be part of the team activities with the, you know, the rest of the team. So Kareem Hunt has to be isolated away from that. Again, has to stay out of trouble. Comes back week 10 after having not had meaningful snaps since, uh, let me see, what was it? It was... Uh, I'll pull up the running backs right here. Since not... Since week twelve of last year, or week uh yeah week eleven or week twelve of twenty eighteen, so he will have almost a full season of no game. Pl- I mean, he's played a little bit in the preseason and has not done much with it. So you've got all that, and you really think that they are going to just throw Kareem Hunt into the mix and take half the load, um, which people are saying that yeah you know. Nick, Chubb's a, Nick Chubb is a bum, and that Kareem Hunt's going to take over that backfield. He's not going to do that. They're, the the Browns are not going to do that. Nick Chubb is going to be a solid, I believe, top 10 running back all season long, period. Um, they even want to get him more involved in the passing game, which is even better for his um, for his uh, uh, um, for his scoring and everything, So and his fantasy availability. So, um, I love Nick Chubb. Um, I would love to have him. I am advocating for him in many, many drafts and, and, and in many um, discussion groups. Draft Nick Chubb. Stop worrying about Cream Hunt. So that's number one. Uh, number two, my number two player that I am absolutely going gaga over and want to have on my team is, yes, I am part of the David Montgomery hype train. Um, do not blame, honestly, do not blame, um, Brad Evans and Yahoo noise for this. Uh, a lot of the guys here at skulking football, um, when most of you hear this, there will be an article up on the website on skulkingfootball.com, written by, uh, our very own Anthony Haggy on, um, how David Montgomery is going to win you your fantasy leagues this year. So, um, should be a really good read. David Montgomery I liked him coming out of the draft. He was one of my top. He's one of my top five or six uh, running backs. Really liked what he could do. But in a lot of cases, even with even if you're really talented, where you end up matters. Where you get drafted matters. And in terms of David Montgomery, when I saw that he got drafted to the Chicago Bears, that the Chicago Bears moved up in the draft in the third round to get David Montgomery. Matt Nagy was their coach, and Matt Nagy had Kareem Hunt in his rookie season as the offensive coordinator in Kansas City. Moved up in the third round to draft Kareem Hunt then. You look at their comparables. Um, well, Montgomery's more of kind of the bruiser back, a little bit more. Not Doesn't quite have the hands that Kareem Hunt does, but can catch the ball out of the backfield. Does it very well. They've been showcasing that all through the preseason. Um, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Finished last year in Iowa State, 1,200 yards, 13 touchdowns, 4.7 yards per carry. And uh, 
if if you heard our interview that uh, I did with um, Ben Br- Ben Bruns, who is the um, sideline reporter for Iowa State football, uh, former um, All American center for Iowa State back in the early two thousands, I want to say. He he loves David Montgomery, and he's and and being the offensive line guy that he is, he said that their offensive line was terrible, and the fact that he was able to do this with how bad the offensive line play, one of the lowest rated offensive lines in the Big Twelve continually for many years, that Montgomery was able to put up these kind of numbers speaks to just how good Montgomery is. Now you put him into um, this offensive system with Matt Nagy. He becomes that Kareem Hunt type, that Kareem Hunt player that's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. Again, not quite, not quite as shifty as Kareem Hunt, but very able, very much able to make people miss. Very good at that. He is going to have a phenomenal season. Um, you know, for those of you who say, well, Tariq Cohen's going to be the the pass catcher. Yeah, Tariq Cohen may be more that Tariq Tyreek Hill type, uh, moving him out to the slot position. Um, you know, the ability to catch the ball. They've actually already said, uh, Matt Nagy said that they, uh, in a report, going back a little ways, I want to say it was a few this past week, might have even been this past weekend, saying that they overused Tariq Cohen last year. Um, and part of that was the fact that Jordan Howard can't catch the ball out of the backfield. And so, you know, they had to pull him, and they pretty much had to pull him off in passing downs, so they had to use Tariq Cohen. Now they can put David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen on the field at the same time, or in passing situations, they can leave David Montgomery in there and still use him. Uh, Montgomery has lined up in the slot at Iowa State, and so he has the ability, he has the tools necessary to be a very productive running back in the NFL, and I am over the moon um, in terms of uh, happy to see that he landed with uh, Matt Nagy and cannot wait to see what he, the the type of numbers he puts up this year. Uh, I really hope that in uh, in a, a couple of leagues I'm able to get David Montgomery. So, um, actually helped a buddy with his draft and told him to take Montgomery. So, uh, it's I I am all about uh, Demont this year in 2019. Uh, number three, we're going to move on to a couple wide receivers. Chris Godwin. Um, I've seen. In a in a in a Facebook group, and I know that you know social media groups. You know, there's people all over the spectrum in terms of who likes who, who doesn't like who, unable to understand hype around people. If you've listened to the Skulking Fantasy Football Podcast for longer than the last eight months, so going into the beginning of la- you know beginning of last year, you will or you will have heard us from week one last season through at least week eight and even beyond to advocate that Chris Godwin needed to be owned in more fantasy leagues. Um, week after week, he was owned. I mean, we use Yahoo as mainly as our um, as our ownership table in terms of uh, how many how many. Uh, the ownership and how much uh, players own in leagues for uh, our waiver wire process in terms of, you know, this guy's owning less than 50% of leagues. This is the guy that you should pick up. And Chris Godwin over and over and over again was owned in like 40% of leagues and he was putting up great numbers, even with 
Mike Evans playing well, with Deshaun Jackson absolutely going off the first half of the season. I mean, you look at the numbers for last year. Chris Godwin finished with 59 receptions, 842 yards, and seven touchdowns. You look at how many targets have left just with Deshaun Jackson and Adam Humphreys leaving. I mean, you're looking at, God, what is it? It's over, it's like 200 targets. I mean, Chris Godwin finished, let me see if I have, do, uh, do I actually have that? I don't have that number up of how many targets he had last year. Um, let's see if it's in the game logs real quick. Uh, no, I've got the the receptions and yeah, I've only got yards and receptions. I don't necessarily have uh, necessarily have game logs, or or the he had uh, let's see one game with zero receptions, one game with one, and a few games with two. Of that, I mean, he had at least three receptions in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11 games last season. And that was with the crowded, um, you know, the crowded receiving core that they already had. So I am, again, I am very bullish on Chris Godwin. He has the ability. Again, you look at all the vacated targets. You have a Bruce Arian system with running backs who cannot, I mean, just are inept. They don't have a running game. Mind you, the offensive line isn't all that great either. Jameis Winston is going to be forced to throw the ball all over the yard to Mike Williams, to Chris Godwin, to O.J. Howard. This may, 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 may bring up a little bit um, of value for, um, oh man, who's there? Who's the other uh, tight end that we absolutely love, or we absolutely loved there for a while? Um, you know, where is he? Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, there it is. Cameron Bray. Cameron Bray. He's the other tight end. Um, I love Cameron Bray. I think that he could get a little bit of a boost this year because of, because of, again, how many vacated targets. I mean, Bruce Arians loves throwing the ball all over the yard. You've got Chris Godwin, who he is, uh, that Arians has already said, it, you know, could get 100 catches this year. Right there, he gets 100 catches. Even if his if his um, yards per catch drops this year, um, drops below, God, what did he have last year? 14.3, even if it drops down to 12 and he gets 100 catches, that's still 1,200 yards. And he could finish with 10 touchdowns. So um, he has the ability. He can play the slot. He can play outside. He is a freakish talent. If you'll remember two years ago when we were doing our NFL draft pro, uh, you know, process and, and, and uh, uh, focus, he was a guy that we absolutely loved. That we did an interview with uh, with um, the guy from the play-by-play announcer from Penn State. Um, we love Chris Godwin, and we are all in on Chris Godwin this year, and really think that he can have a huge year. So there's a, there's my third guy. Number four. Some of you may 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 call this the Homer pick. It's not. I promise. Tyler Lockett. Um, look at last year, Tyler Lockett finished with 57 receptions, 965 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, that's, again, that's another unsustainable, something that, you know, he's not going to be able to keep up for this next year. However, if you look at, again, you've got the number one for, the number one wide receiver for Russell Wilson, the last, uh, you know, was it, uh, you know, seven years or so. 
um, is now retired. And so it is now just Tyler Lockett. He's the main guy who's been there for years. You have David Moore, who was not going to start out the season healthy. He's, but uh, the was it the the crack in his shoulder, whatever it is, um, looks like he's going to be come back pretty soon. DK Metcalf is most likely going to be available for Week One. It looks like it's it's you know going that way. Jerron Brown right now may be the number two, but he even he finished with five touchdowns last year. Um, and so looking at what the possibilities are. For Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin in 13 games last year had 73 targets and 50 receptions. And a lot of those times he was lining up simply as a decoy so that Tyler Lockett could get loose. So even if you take those 73 targets and spread them out everywhere else, um, including Tyler Lockett. Lockett, let me look real quick. Oh, I don't have I don't have Tyler Lockett up here, so let me pull up Tyler Lockett's Tyler Lockett's targets last year I want to say it was 80 targets and he finished with 57 receptions it might have been lower no I think it was lower than that um might have been like 70 70 75 targets so if he gets 20 more targets say put him at 90 90 to 95 targets with the way that he is a deep ball specialist I mean, in, in last year, he finished with, was it 16 yards per, 16 yards per reception? 16.9? Yes, almost 17 yards per reception on 52, or 57 catches. 10 touchdowns. Now, touchdowns are a thing that are kind of back and forth. But if you're looking for just a production standpoint where touchdowns are kind of fluky, he had, what was it, one, two... Three. How many longer than forty-yard plays did he have? Doesn't have that on here. Let me go back to the career stats here. Um, he had seventeen plays of twenty-plus yards and six of forty-plus yards, and had thirty-seven first downs. Tyler Lockett is a deep ball specialist, and so he is going to be a little more. Um, a little more uh, valuable in standard leagues and in half-point PPR because he doesn't get as many receptions. But what he does with those receptions, he does a lot. And so they're going to put him in the slot. Um, they're going to um, give him the opportunity to make a little more, get a little more wiggle room, uh, possibly line him up, in, you know, get him in a slot where he might be lining up against um, a linebacker. They did that a lot last year in getting him and finding ways to get him open. And so... Um, just another another guy that I am looking forward to seeing what he can do this year. Again, Seattle is a run-heavy team, but when they pass, they use the play action to pass, and it usually goes, I mean, we're talking about a lot of big plays. So uh, Tyler Lockett, again, like I said, it may seem like a homer pick, me being the Seattle guy, but it is not a homer pick. Uh, Tyler Lockett is is being pumped all over uh, as, a, as a great guy to have for the fantasy season this year. And the last guy I'm going to go over, I am not going over any tight ends. Um, I may do that in the bust category. How about that when we when I do my bust show? Um, but uh, um, I'm not going over tight ends because generally I you know, just look at, at drafting those late. And I'm still kind of going over kind of what I want to do at the tight end position this year. 
Um, but in terms of quarterbacks, the guy that I'm really liking this year is Ben Roethlisberger. Now, you may be, you know, a lot of people are wondering, well, why, what's, what's, you know, why do you want specifically Ben Roethlisberger? Last year, he finishes the QB3. And I know, I know, I know, I know that that doesn't, you know, that's not everything. That last, you know, last year he threw the ball a career high 675 times. It was almost 100 times more than he had ever thrown in his career. Yet, with those 675 attempts, he still had his third highest completion percentage at 67%. Slightly below the 67.1% and 68% that he's had a few years ago. Um, he threw for over 5,100 yards. They're going to still be throwing the ball a lot in Pittsburgh. And if you look at how great that he looked in the preseason game in his one quarter, throwing to Juju Smith-Schuster, throwing dump-offs to, to James Conner, who is another guy that barely missed being on my list tonight, by the way. Um, you look at, at what he was able to do, finding guys, hitting open receivers, I think Juju's going to have a phenomenal year. Connor's going to have a phenomenal year because that Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a phenomenal year. Now, the reason I'm saying Ben Roethlisberger instead of some of these other quarterbacks is if you look at where he is being drafted in terms of uh, average draft position. Uh, overall on Fantasy Pros, he is being drafted as the quarterback 13. But if you look at the different platforms, on ESPN, he's being drafted as quarterback 12. Yahoo, quarterback 14. Major anomaly here, CBS has him being drafted as the quarterback seven. It's not very often that I agree with people who play on CBS because I think the platform's terrible for fantasy football. However, they're getting it right when it comes to drafting Ben Roethlisberger. Now, I don't like him at that value, but they're drafting him correctly. Um, fantasy football calculator, he's going as the 16th quarterback. Fantrax, the 15th quarterback. So, um, getting him that late where basically everyone already has their quarterbacks in 10 to 12 team leagues, he's practically going undrafted unless you have people that draft two quarterbacks, which please do not do that in your leagues. Draft one, it's a streamable position because guys like Ben Roethlisberger are being drafted as the 14th, the 16th quarterback in a league. So I love the value from him. I, he doesn't have to finish as the quarterback two or three. He can finish as the quarterback six. I think in my rankings overall, I have him ranked as, I want to say, the quarterback seven, quarterback six or seven. Um, and so I'm getting that loaded up while I keep talking. I'm starting to lose my voice here a little bit. Um, he is going to still put up good numbers. And so I like what he can do. I have him as my quarterback eight in my personal rankings, so, which have just been updated two days ago. So I love I love Ben Roethlisberger. I think that he is going to, again, have a great year this year. And I'm very happy to have him uh, on my teams and be able to pick him up at a value this year. So that's where I'm going with my quarterback picks. So that is it for tonight. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to, again, the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot. Again, make sure we want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button, whether you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox. Uh, we have a semi-decent following on Breaker. Um, you know, all these other podcast platforms, wherever you are, if you could please hit the subscribe button. Um, follow us on YouTube. You can actually watch and see some of the graphics I put up um, and actually see my face as I'm yelling and ranting and raving. Uh, but please follow us. 
uh, comment, leave us ratings and reviews to let us know what we can do better, what you know, what we need to change, um, or that you just love us and that we're perfect and we love that too. So thank you again for listening. My name is Ryan Scullard and we will talk to you guys later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.